have milk? Do you have the grain? Grab a pot, find a stove, and it's time to celebrate National Porridge Day. Each and every day, there are so many things to celebrate, such as today's honoring of Women in Engineering Day. However, this 399th edition of Charlottesville Community Engagement is not being faithful to National Typewriter Day, being composed on a computer. I'm your host, Sean Tubbs. On today's program, the Thomas Jefferson Planning District takes the regional transit vision to Fluvanna and Greene counties. Albemarle County reports on an eviction diversion program and a brief update on the ongoing COVID-19 situation. In today's first Patreon-fueled shout-out, have you been thinking of converting your fossil fuel appliances and furnaces into something that will help the community reduce its greenhouse gas emissions? Your local energy nonprofit, LEAP, has launched a new program to guide you through the steps towards electrifying your home. Thermalize Virginia will help you understand electrification and connect you with vetted contractors to get the work done and help you find any rebates or discounts. Visit thermalizeva.org to learn more and to sign up. Today, the Virginia Department of Health reports another 3,085 cases of COVID-19, with a seven-day positive result percentage of 17.4%. The trends for both metrics are heading down, but Dr. Kosti Safri of the University of Virginia Health System said that could change. You know, I actually think that we're sort of at a plateau where we're seeing, um, uh, you know, continued transmission in the community. Um, um, my sense is that it's not increasing, but that it's been at, um, you know, a fairly consistent level now for, for the last several weeks or maybe even up to a month. The big news in this past week has been federal approval of the Moderna and Pfizer vaccines for children under the age of five, but older than six months. The doses that are used for these pediatric, these young pediatric vaccines um, is dose reduced. So that, you know, when Pfizer, Moderna um, um, trial these um, vaccines, they, uh, you know, um, made sure to use a lower dose um, uh, uh, for the reasons of, you know, wanting to make sure that it was um, safe. New versions of the mRNA vaccines are being developed to address newer strains. That is being looked at right now, um, this month, by the FDA Advisory Committee. So, you know, at the heart of the question is, do we need a reformulation or a co-formulation of of the um, COVID vaccines to account for um, Omicron? The Blue Ridge Health District will begin their administration of the vaccines to children at a clinic from 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. at the Charlottesville Albemarle Health Department at 1138 Rose Hill Drive. They'll also be on site at Tonsler Park and Cherry Avenue from 3 p.m. to 8 p.m. Check out the Blue Ridge Health District's website for more information. Albemarle County sent out a press release this morning announcing the results. Supervisor Chair Donna Price is quoted in the release saying that many rent relief programs are phasing out, but there are many Albemarle families who are still deeply affected by the COVID-19 pandemic. Albemarle County committed $200,000 from its share of the American Rescue Act plan to the project. 
The Legal Aid Justice Center is being paid for legal counsel for households that qualify. The release continues and states that the program requires consideration for the impacts of contesting evictions on landlords who own less than three units and prioritizes mitigation efforts to secure outstanding funds for landlords while keeping families housed. The program will run through June of 2023. Today's second subscriber-supported public service announcement goes out to Camp Albemarle, which has for 60 years been a wholesome, rural, rustic, and restful site for youth activities, church groups, civic events, and more. Located on 14 acres on the banks of the Mormons River near Free Union, Camp Albemarle continues as a legacy of being a civilian conservation corps project that sought to promote the importance of rural activities. Camp Albemarle seeks support for a plan to winterize the Hamner Lodge, a structure built in 1941 by the CCC and used by every 4th and 5th grade student in Charlottesville and Albemarle for the study of ecology for over 20 years. If this campaign is successful, Camp Albemarle could operate year-round. Consider your support by visiting campalbemarleva.org slash donate. The final public meeting for the development of a regional transit vision will be held tonight in an online format. The Thomas Jefferson Planning District Commission is overseeing the study, which seeks to come up with an aspirational document for enhanced public transportation throughout the entire Charlottesville area, including Buckingham County. The draft document has gone before the Charlottesville City Council and the Albemarle Board of Supervisors, as I've reported. But the regional transit vision has also been to the outlying counties. Last week, boards of supervisors in both Fluvanna and Greene County had a briefing. Here's Lucinda Shannon, a planner with the Thomas Jefferson Planning District Commission. It started in the summer of 2021 um, with assessing the situation. The $350,000 study was conducted by the firms AECOM and Jarrett Walker and Associates. Uh, so they looked at the existing systems. They looked at the land use planning um, and the transit market potential for the entire region um, and kind of assessed where it would be a good places for transit to be. They also identified, they worked with the public and identified goals and visions for the region plan and kind of priorities of what this community wants to see for a vision plan. All of that engagement was done online as the study got underway during the pandemic. Tonight's meeting is also virtual. The work has resulted in a constrained vision that would be paid for through new tax powers granted to a regional transportation authority, as well as an unconstrained plan that does not factor how the expanded transit service would be paid for. For a sense of scale, the constrained plan would have an annual cost estimate of $26 million, whereas the unconstrained plan would be $70 million a year. The unconstrained plan would mean buses operating at full service, seven days a week, including fixed route service between Ruckersville and Charlottesville. This all-day fixed route service from Ruckersville to Charlottesville would add services to 3% of um, residents, and it would also reach 11% more jobs in the county. One Greene County supervisor asked if the plan includes one item he would like to see. Here's Steve Bowman of the Monroe District. Does it include light rail? Does it include uh, those kinds of things? Because I've always thought that down 29 would be an ideal place to put a light rail rapid trip all the way down. 
The TJPDC previously studied light rail in a 2004 report that looked at the future of passenger rail service in Virginia. By the time a few years later, when there was discussion of a regional transit authority, that vision had been reduced to something called bus rapid transit. Shannon said the consultants in the new vision have included that in their recommendation. I think that what they want to do is propose things that the community um, will accept and can be funded. Mm -hmm. Um, So right now they are proposing a bus rapid transit up and down Route 29. So there would be service um, up to the airport. So from Charlottesville on Route 29 up to the airport with 15-minute service. So you would wait 15 minutes for each bus to come. The next day, on June 15th, Shannon made the trip to Palmyra to speak to the Fluvanna Board of Supervisors about the plan. So this is a collaborative effort. to evaluate and establish a clear long-term vision for transit for our region, and it is the entire region, not just the city and Alamo County. And it's kind of like all of the things we'd like to buy. Um, And then the next study that we're hoping to do would be a transit governance study that would start in July. Shannon gave more details on what the unconstrained vision means. The unconstrained vision, we wanted to be ambitious and creative and come up with, you know, what we could do if um, there was no budget and, you know, there was no defined limit on funding for that concept. As stated above, that would mean 60-minute fixed route service to Charlottesville from surrounding population clusters. These routes um, would go to Scottsville, Crozet, Lovingston, Palmyra, Louisa, and Rockersville, and they'd be 60 minutes, seven days a week. One supervisor said that would be an improvement for Fluvanna County residents who currently use the public transit that is available. Here's Moselle Booker of the Fork Union District. Right now, people go into the city on joint to a doctor's office they have to stay all day until joint comes back and get them up. Supervisor Tony O'Brien supported the concept of expanded transit. I love the idea of expanding rural transportation, so critical to uh, not just for the environment, but also for those who you know, are constrained by, by their finances and or ability to drive. Um, so, you know, just anything that we can do to make it better uh, for people to be able to access other areas of uh, Central Virginia, I think it's wonderful. Shannon said the details of how to implement the vision will come during the governance study, which should get underway in July. We will be engaging you again once the governance study starts. And our objective for the governance study is to really work with all the counties and be inclusive and come up with a plan for funding these services that works for all of the counties, both urban and rural, together. And tonight is your chance to weigh in at a meeting that begins at 6.30 p.m. tonight. You can also take a survey on the topic. You done so yet? Let me know in the comments. And comments to the TJPDC on this regional transit vision will be taken through July 15th. But it is the end of the June 23rd edition of Charlottesville Community Engagement, perhaps the shortest one that I've done in a while. I really did want to get those two um, bits from the other supervisors uh, into this newsletter, and I have done that, and I wanted to get it out before the meeting tonight. I'd hope to get this out a little bit earlier, but, you know, sometimes, um, okay, I slept in today. You know, it's all right. 
Uh, it's okay to sleep in from time to time, but usually I am out there up and early, ready to get you this information as often as I can. And of course, you know by now that uh, this is supported by you guys. And of course, if you would like to support the program, just go to infoseville.com and click on the support the info button. And if you have any options that you that are not listed, just let me know and we'll see what we can work out. I am Sean Tubbs, the host of this program, ready to hit send on this one so I can get to work on the next one, which will hopefully come out tomorrow morning. If not, maybe Saturday. Uh, one of these days I'm going to get on a regular schedule, but one of these days the world will not be so hectic. I am Sean Tubbs. Thank you for listening. Stay cool out there. Stay safe. Stay out of the storms from yesterday, which you probably are doing a good job because it's a day later than then. Uh, and of course, stay informed. Thanks for listening and goodbye. Goodbye.